swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Jerry McCarty here with Rick Farmelo and no Amanda Raymond today. Amanda's doing something down in Hollywood, but cheers! Clang, clang, clang. And we, ha- we have a special guest though today. Yeah, very special. We have the amazing John Lacey here, actor extraordinaire, 52 IMD. Credits, and I know there's at least one that's not on IMDb right now. So if you want to see what all the things John has done, you can go there. Welcome, John. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks. You can call me Mary. <laughs> <laughs> like was, Mary, that was a Sean Young. That guy. was a Sean Young reference. I got the got the uh, your the fan letter today. Oh yeah, Rick got a fan letter. It's hilarious. Laced you with, read it last week. Laced with profanity. To my movie picks. Okay. Changed his life. What, what were the picks? I don't even remember. <laughs> well, well, John is also, and then besides all the. The movie and TV stuff, you do a lot of commercials, too, right? I do a lot of commercials. And I see them all the time. I watch your TV. I'm like, there's John. He's got another uh, commercial. Yeah, I I haunt people. (laughs) (laughs) But you have done, and we we have so many uh, listeners and people that send us emails and want to know how to make it in L.A. You have made it. I mean, you're surviving being an actor. And you started out Minneapolis. I guess you grew up, right? That's uh, that's correct. Uh, formative uh, childhood years in, what, in Minnesota. When in the world did you decide you were going to do this? I, you know, growing up in Minneapolis, uh, a very um, literary family. Uh, you know, parents, both school teachers. I really mm-hmm. thought. Really? I was, oh, cool. yeah, okay. I really thought. What did they think of this be, choice? Uh, <laughs> because they're, you know, they were also, um, you know, are very creative people. Uh, there was concern in terms of, um, you know, could I make a living doing it? But uh, in terms of pursuing something creative and artistic, awesome. always very supportive. Great. But I, I, growing up, I always thought I was going to follow in their footsteps and write. I was really uh, wow. de- determined to go to school and become a sports journalist. And oh, I went to a yeah. state, state college in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and it took me literally less than half a semester to realize I wasn't cut out for being edited. Uh, the, the first semester, I realized I don't... I don't see a future in this. I don't. I don't like the, the format of writing for someone else and then having them take credit for it or rewrite it. And then I also realize, you know, I'm going to be living in you know Minot or uh, you know yeah. Des Moines for 15 uh-huh. years uh-huh. So you before just, I ever you get a chance to You wanted to thaw out, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to get to LA doing something. What can I do? Well, I actually went from Minnesota to Hawaii. I, I lived in Hawaii for two years. Oh, so you missed. Hey. You overshot LA. I did. <laughs> I had to. You missed the turnoff. That's all right. It happens a lot. Turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> it seemed like the, the, the best. Turn in Yeah, that's good. Cool. So, what, what made you? Could you just came out to LA and did this then from Hawaii? Or? Yeah. Well, I put together the plan in Hawaii. It was uh, waiting tables in Waikiki. I decided that. Not a bad deal. No. Not nope. a bad deal it, at all. Waiting it, tables. Yeah, it hit me like a lightning bolt that I could probably parlay what I was doing in Waikiki into uh, mm-hmm. into something in LA. So. Moved to Maui for a year, socked away some money, and moved to Los Angeles, uh, July of '87. I'm coming up on my 25 year anniversary in L.A. That is the bravest thing in the world. Cheers! Yeah, I mean, I I I wonder what I was thinking. People that come out here, 
with dreams and not a whole lot else. Yeah. Just, just it's got to be the bravest thing in the world. To it is. Let it's go. a career uh, in in this industry, and you guys know it's it's a leap of faith. It's kind of yeah. a daily leap of faith yep. that the phone's going to ring and that mm-hmm. the people are going to keep buying what you're selling yep. and. So you just started doing auditions then? And yeah, I got fortunate in the beginning of my career with, with a contact that I had actually made in Hawaii, a guy that, that introduced me to my first agent, and um, I just I, I started getting work right away. I was one of those That's lucky cool. guys that kind of, wow. I saw that you have to be a brand and you have to be able to market yourself, and I was kind of, I remember Dolph Lundgren when he yeah. was in Drago, the, uh-huh. yeah. that kind of, the, I looked a lot like that, and oh, I kind wow. of sold that persona when I first oh, got to L.A. Nice. I, I could a see lot that. in sitcoms, and... Uh, Cool. And hey, John, the, the thing you're going to learn about Rich Martini Bar is we have commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't used to have commercials. We didn't used to. Blow through one no, of we're good. We're good. We're good. But we're going to hear much more from John Lacey at Rich Martini Bar right after this message. We are back. And we're talking with our, our specialist, John Lacey. We're asked, we're, he's talking about his career. Uh, I'm going to ask you, what were some of the earlier things you did when you, when you first started? Some of the more memorable early roles you had? Uh, commercials kind of got the ball rolling mm-hmm. um, where I, I started to make some money and I got into screen. Actually, China Beach. Remember the show China yeah. Beach? Oh, yeah. Dana Delaney. Huge, Dana Delaney. That, I, and I never worked on the actual show, but I did the promos. Really? And, cool. uh, yeah, I still get residual checks for that, yeah, if you can team? believe it. Do yeah, you really? Of European wow. runs and... Awesome. Very strange checks, but Mark Heldenberg yeah. was on that show too. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that got me my SAG card. Uh, early job that really, um, you know, it wasn't as uh, much of a springboard as I thought it'd be. But a film that I took a lot of pride in was a film called Dogfight, mm-hmm. 1991. It starred wow. River Phoenix and Lily Taylor. It's a wow. big Warner Brothers picture. Wow. They put a lot of energy I've into heard of it. I just haven't seen it. I would recommend seeing it. Okay. it, it oh, mark it down, Dogfight. It never got the. Uh, the studio uh, marketing backing that it probably deserved for a variety of reasons that I won't go into here, but it's a really good film if you look back on it now. If you're a River Phoenix fan, yeah. this is like early. This is like what early ninety one, early nineties. Okay. Yep. And what was he like to work with? Uh, was, uh, you know, such great memories. Everything you kind of imagine him to be. Mm-hmm. That kind of earth vegan. Really. Um, wow. Really generous. Really thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, had a, a purity about him. Um, a really good actor, mm-hmm. for yeah, certain. Yeah, he, he was really good, yeah. It's, you know, he's a cautionary tale, though, River Phoenix, and I kind of saw it firsthand. You don't know the film, but basically he's playing a Marine in the movie, and it's uh-huh. definitely out of type for River yeah. to have played a military character. Right. Having said that, you know, he was, I wouldn't say he was a method actor, but he was closer to method than anything else. Mm-hmm. And when he was playing this, this bird lace character in Dogfight, he got into character. He smoked, he drank, and we'd go to dinner wow. as a cast, and you could see him transforming from this kid who probably had never had a Dorito. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To so suddenly chain smoking and drinking. So then fast forward a year later, guys, and what's he working on? My own private Idaho. Yeah, right. Yeah. With Flea and Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves playing and a male hooker uh-huh. yeah. and the drugs they were doing. And then six months later, he's dead. Wow. So he's a cautionary tale of, yeah, of how important it is to, to stay true to yourself. And it's mm-hmm. a sad story, but my memories of River are phenomenal. That's cool. And it was a really important film for me at the time, and I look back on it with nothing but fondness. That's awesome. Thank you. That's a great story. Thanks. Wow. So you just did uh, you just did auditions. You just yep. came out. Do you yeah. still have to audition now? People oh, know yeah. your work. They still, oh, yeah. Still I, you know, 
I will pat myself on the back and say that every now and then I get a job offered to me that I do not have to audition for, and it's really nice when it happens. <laughs> but for the most part, and I'm talking about 98% of the time, I yeah. have to go in and read. And it's, it's understandable, especially you know, in, in television and television commercials. So many of the people that are making that product are young. They're, wow. And they're 20s. Yeah, yeah. yeah late yeah, 20s yeah, and yeah. 30s. And yeah. their, your resume doesn't mean a whole lot to them. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, so you have to go in and, and the fear factor takes over and they mm-hmm. want to see you up close and personal before yeah. they can offer you the job. Yeah. So I, I uh, yeah. I and and so company. little of it has to do with what you say and how you say it. So you gotta, are you that guy are that the guy, they have, yeah. you have in their mind? Well, right? mo- uh, most casting. casting directors will tell you that they don't cast actors. They cast personalities. Right. And there's a lot to be said for being yourself in the room and and, mm-hmm. and not trying to go, uh, you know, yeah. Gary Oldman, Daniel Day-Lewis on yeah. every yeah, audition yeah, yeah, and yeah. do something really quirky that's and interesting. One, that's you one have thing, to stay true. Yeah, as I said, that's one thing good about it in animation is I don't have to do that. I mean, <laughs> my resume does count. And it's like, you want to see what I do? Here's my, here's, here's a boo. See how cute a boo is? It's like, good, you're hard. I mean, I don't, I don't have to go in and talk myself. I'm sure you have a reel too, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's I, a little I, different for me. I, yeah, I, I envy that, and I, I will have that conversation with my my people, both in commercials and and uh, TV and film. And sometimes I wonder why my reel can't precede me. Yeah, but it's it's a matter of uh, the short attention span, and yeah. they just they wow. want to see you up close and make yeah, sure that you're. That. Yeah, so if people want to, do you have like contact information? People want to see you. How do they? Twitter, yeah. Facebook, any yeah, of that good stuff. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not a big social networker for my professional work. Right. To be honest, Jerry, I try to kind of compartmentalize it. Sure. Uh, you know, IMDb Pro, IMDb which Pro. is the one yeah. you have to subscribe right. to. My, my reel is on there. Oh, it is on there. Um, okay, for, cool. So for industry people that are looking That's to see good. what I've done. That's probably better, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, I will safer. admit the project that I worked on yesterday, because I'm coming up on my 25-year anniversary in this in this town, and I was working on the back lot at Paramount yesterday. Working I didn't know if we could talk about this. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll gladly yeah. talk about it. But I, I, I did post a Facebook album, just and I titled it Never Gets Old, because uh-huh. I was on the Paramount lot I yesterday. I love that lot. I love Love. Of all of them, it's the that, best. That's my favorite line. Yeah. Just the the history and it just it's just designed so well. Yeah, it's just it's such, well, a, they, it's such a great design. And they treat it like the piece of history that yeah. it is, no, they, which is very on LA. Very no, they're very respectful of, of Paramount's history. Exactly. I went there for a, Robert Evans uh, did a thing for uh, a marathon man anniversary about uh, maybe a year ago, and so I got invited to that. I mean, there was like a little party before him. We hung out and stuff, and I went to his office. You know, he still has his office there. And um, A.C. Lyles was there. And A.C. Lyles is like 85 years old. He's, he's a producer. He's a director, producer, mostly producer. And I started talking to him, and I was like, man, you like work with Bell Lugosi and Lon Chaney's old horror film. That guy started when he was at Paramount when he was like 13. He's been there ever since he was like, I'm not kidding, 13 years wow, old. Wow, that's incredible. Can you, I mean, that's like Isn't 80, it a great I mean, 70-something years yeah. in one studio. And the guy's like, he's a legend. So know? at 13, he was proving that he could show up on time. Wow. Yeah, he, he, just, they, he did whatever they told him. He didn't need which college was education. Carrying buckets wow. or whatever. I don't know what he did. But it's like, and then he grew into, be, you know, this is the way Hollywood used to be. Is you, you started doing whatever, and then you worked your way up, and he, you know, he became a big producer. Wow. Well, in a lot of respects, it's still a merit-based industry behind the yeah. scenes. If yeah. you can, you know. Wow. PA on a job yep. and do it well and, and be reliable over a period of time. Yeah. Pick a department. You get, you get advance that, in yeah. that department you get, and have a career. You get that reputation. Hey, guess what? No. <laughs> yes. Well, well, before I say that, I just got to well, say, we're all becoming I just got to say that it is so nice. We, we have a lot of guests on here. Mm-hmm. And, and it is so nice to have somebody say what a nice profession it is. Because oh, I, I think Hollywood. it's an awesome profession. I think Hollywood is great, but people usually... 
tell us how terrible it is. And, and it is. There are a lot of things that are terrible. But, John, congratulations to you for Thank looking you. at the good stuff, Let's man. Let's come back it's and tell some good stories. Yeah. We will, right after this message right. at Rick's Martini Bar. Whoop! Hey, we're back at uh, Rick's Martini Bar. Open till when? When are we open till? 3 a.m.? <laughs> I think we have a cabaret license. We're free, right? Good. Sure. Well, uh, I'm John I Lacey. Here somewhere. Wait John Lacey. I thought Where's it was Mary. No, no, that was, that was a, an <laughs> early uh, misdirect. How about a misdirect? Yes. Uh, so we're back with John Lacey, and, and this is going to be great because I want to hear. I don't want to not. The stories have been great, but I want to hear this one. Tell them the project you're working on now, John. Yeah, this is good. Uh, it, was, it was a relatively small role in a, what will be, I think, a monumental film about the making of Psycho. Right. With Anthony Hopkins starring as Alfred Hitchcock. So, right. so start, be starting great. right there, you're, you're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Helen Mirren plays his wife. Scarlett Johansson Scarlett as Janet Johansson Lee. as Janet Lee. Oh, wow. Great cast. Who, who yeah. plays uh, uh, Anthony Perkins? Uh, James D'Arcy. He was in Master and Commander. And okay. then... I think that the TV show, The Secret Diary of a Call Girl. And I think we're out. Can we talk about The Secret Diary of a Call Girl? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just sounds ribald. It's, 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 it's bar talk. It's bar talk. You can, you know. I, I did meet him yesterday, and he looks a lot like Tony Perkins, as they call him. Yeah. Tony yeah. But, uh, yeah, worked one day on the film. I'm not going to uh, sit here and pretend that I've got a major role. No. But, however, I, I am the main, the main guard at Paramount when Mr. and Mrs. Hitchcock roll through mm-hmm. in the first act of the film. And it's a pivotal moment because up until that moment, we've only seen them in their domestic life. Mm-hmm. Very smart script written by... Uh, uh, John McLaughlin, who wrote Black Swan. Oh, wow. And it's, wow. it's, wow. it's uh, the Hitchcocks rolling into Paramount, and uh-huh. basically he's there to take meetings to talk them into buying this little book about this killer who dresses right. up like his mother wow. and kills people. Right. And, of course, they don't want to do it. And Hitchcock has to stand his ground and, and talk them into wow. uh, financing this little horror movie that otherwise at that point was for the drive-in set. Wow. Yeah. And it's a really smart so you had a scene with Anthony Hopkins. I had a scene with Anthony Hopkins and Helen Mirren. And the beautiful oh. thing, Jerry, was I, I was, you know, in the script, it says that as they roll through my gate, I treat them like royalty. So Which as an actor, easy. I got the permission to lean in and yeah. address them as Mrs. Hitchcock and Mr. Hitchcock cool. and look, them, wow. look at them with such uh, yeah. adoration. And, you know, in the master shot, we must have done probably seven or eight master shots because Helen Mirren mm-hmm. was actually doing the driving in this great vintage car. So and she cool. had to hit her mark each time. But we just got to go over and over and over this, the little scene and the improv with Helen Mirren. She's so just, cool. Oh, she couldn't I have met been her on, nicer. She, she really. did, a, did a voice for, uh, I worked on a movie, Prince of Egypt. And she did did, the, did a voice for it. She was the nicest. Yeah. I mean, it's a cartoon, you know. Yeah. I mean, she was. She took it seriously, like like it was a real performance, a real part. Right. And I've seen her since at the at the Oscars and stuff. And she's like the nicest woman yeah, ever. Is. Yeah, she's great. I'm, I'm so here to uh, cool. to back yeah. that up. Wow. And and he, I mean, he when we were shooting the scene was very much in character. The moment we wrapped. Introduced himself to me and immediately wanted to, the neuroses came out. He wanted to know how he looked in the makeup. And uh, yeah. Was he believable as Hitchcock? <laughs> and he, he just could not have been nicer. That so it was amazing. one of those days as an oh, actor where you're so pinching great. yourself. Working with two legends. Working yeah. with two yeah. legends. So and uh, just really enjoying it. And again, uh, 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 that's got to be a really small role in what will be a very important should, movie. Sounds like it's going to be pretty big. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, to, to me, that's the best part would be to just be there and be part of it, yeah. that thing. And even it's almost better to kind of watch it a little bit. So well, you can spend a day on the set with Dan so get, get this and I'll, I'll bookend it with something. And you guys will be the first to get the inside scoop on this. 14 months ago, 
So wrap your head around this. 14 months ago, I was at that same guard gate. Wow. Playing basically the same character, but in the year 2040, in a movie called The Congress. Oh, yeah. With Harvey Keitel and Robin Wright. Have Robin about Wright. No. Yeah. And the Paramount It's coming out soon, right? Well, it'll be 2013. It's not going to come out until Because it's 60% animated. Wow. It's Ari, Ari Fulman who made uh, Waltz with Bashir, the Israeli yes. Palestinian film yes. that won the Oscar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's his first live action film, but 60% of it is animated. That's and the concept That's of the crazy. picture is that Robin Wright plays herself, and her agent and studio heads come to her and say, basically, Robin, your, your day is up. Nobody wow. wants to see you get old. Right. They remember you as Princess Buttercup from. Wow. This is all in the script. They remember yeah. you as Princess Bride. So here's what we're offering you. Come in, let us animate you. Let us turn you into a full three-dimensional animated character where we we animate your very essence and we'll keep Robin Wright going in perpetuity and you can ride off into the sunset and get old. And she has a son who's going blind. That's the plot contrivance. She needs the money. Her agent and the studio heads are pushing her to do it and the rest of the film's in animation. And I'm the guard at the gate that has Harvey Keitel and Robin Wright go through the gate towards this yeah. Transition film. So anyone that that's sees that's the true. films back to back is going to wonder. Yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah. How long has he been working there? You can't get any work except for being a guard. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've played a lot of detectives and a lot of cops. You'll just be known as the guard. Yeah. I think, Whether it's uh, a night guard or. Yep. It's a question we get a lot of times, and I know this is good. People always ask me, you know, how many things you. What's the ratio of auditions wow. to. And it's. It's huge, isn't it? You, well, so you get fifty-two. How, imagine how many auditions have you gone? Yeah, at? and that's that's the film and TV stuff. I've done probably over two hundred right. TV commercials. So okay. I, I've I don't know what my ratio is in the big picture, but you know how they say in baseball, if you are what thirty percent, right? You're, you're, three in, out of eight, you're exactly. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, one out of three. Yeah, I think in in acting, if you are batting point two percent, right, you're making a living. That's what I tell people. Yeah. One in a hundred is probably yeah. I don't, I don't get probably easily 90% of the stuff yeah. I go up for. Yeah. 90%. And that's the way it is yeah. in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. After not getting a Taco, Taco Bell commercial. I have an agency. It's not a big deal. But you know, I've gone to commercial auditions and stuff. And I got really close to I got real, real close on a Swiffer commercial. Really close. And what was the other one? It was going to be the a rock DJ. star, right? Or, or the I was band? Be a DJ. I was going to be, yeah. I was going to be like a Duran Duran kind of a guy. Yeah. Nice. And I was going to be a DJ on maybe that was a oh it was a Swiffer commercial and the guy who it was just between me and another guy and the other guy got it. But so I'm thinking oh I just it was so close. I'm thinking that was like what I've gone on what maybe ten auditions. Yeah. I haven't gone on nearly. You got need to go. I have to fail a lot more before I get the first one. I saw an interview with Jenna Fisher from uh, The Office mm-hmm. and she said. When you need to go to New York and do five, this for commercials, she said you need to do five hundred and not even expect a yes yeah. before you even think wow. that you're going to get something. Well, again, you asked me, you know, how were things in the beginning of my career? To be honest, and again, I've been very blessed, very blessed. Mm-hmm. I have never had to go through really long, prolonged droughts of no work, and I've got really talented actor friends that will tell me they haven't booked yeah. a job in eighteen months, yeah. really? two years, and somehow they're they're managing wow. to, to hang around until their next opportunity. Wow! Right? But I've just been very fortunate that if I go two months. With Without booking something that for me has been a long time. Wow. So had I had I had to suffer through some of those prolonged periods where I really was questioning whether or not I chose yeah. the right career, 
I don't know how I would have handled it either, but I've just been very fortunate. Well, John, you have been a delight, and thanks for joining us. And you got to come back sometime. We'll come back. We're gonna we're gonna have you and Sean Young together. It'll be great. And we'll just back away. So for Rick Farmer and John Lacey, cheers. I'm Jerry McCarty. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers. And the men have good taste. A touch of class Thought in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down To Ricky's down